Welcome to Art Talks. I'm your host, Richard Cobb, and I want to thank you for joining us here today on KZMU at 106.7 and 90.1. Art Talks is a monthly show where we talk about everything related to the arts in Moab and Southeast Utah. Today's show is going to be chock full. We have with us Kelly McInerney. She is the director of Moab Arts, and she's going to be talking about the summer uh, offerings by uh, Moab Arts. So that, that'll be interesting. I know they have a full calendar of events. And then I have uh, an interview I completed on Friday with Cassie Pop. She's talking about the Friends of the Moab Folk Festival uh, that's coming up this summer, and they'll be starting in June. And then finally, we have Teresa King, who is going to be talking all about the Moab Arts Festival, which will be uh, in Moab on Memorial Day weekend. I think that is the 27th and the 28th. But she'll be here to tell us all about that, about what what they have lined up with their music and the vendors. But first up is Kelly McInerney. So uh, let's hear, Kelly, what's going on with uh, the Moab Arts this summer? Hey, Richard. Um, Yeah, let's start with what we've got this week. We have our first market of the season that picks up this Friday. So those arts and ag markets. And those this season will be the third Friday of each month from May through August. Third Friday. So it's just one a month now? Just one per month. Okay. Um, And so we made some changes this year based on feedback that we got from vendors and attendees last year. And we hope to really have really great markets this year. We're pairing a couple of them with Free Movie Moab and a couple with um, the Free Concert Series. So there'll be a little bit more of an event this year, and we encourage people to come out and stay for a little while. Oh, good, good. Hopefully you get some more uh, farmers, some more produce. We have a couple signed up already this year. So um, part of that is Moab Grown is helping by um, setting up a table that's got produce from a couple of different local farmers. So that would be a great place to stop in and check to see a different selection from uh, a couple different farmers in in the area. Oh, good. And um, we, we're going to have some food vendors at well at, as well at each market, so come hungry. Um, and we have artisan vendors as well. We have over 40 vendors that are going to be there. So. Oh, wow. That's a big jump from yeah. last year. We're pretty excited about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, uh, good. We're still taking signups if anyone is interested. Okay. And do you think that's because of the way you've set it up, the once a month for a vendor that you just have to come down once yeah should be Um, a little bit easier for setup and then now um, partnering with the folk festival and the movie you're going to have a a a much bigger built-in audience exactly okay good yeah and then um each market will try to do something a little bit fun as well so Mm -hmm. this friday we'll have um, face painting there will be some music and then we'll have cornhole as well Oh, okay. Um, So if anyone is interested, they can visit our website or give us a call if they are still interested in vending, and we can definitely accommodate. Do you have like a beer drinking contest scheduled? (laughs) Unfortunately, no no beer drinking contest, no. Not that I would enter. I was just curious. (laughs) So what else you got? 
Yeah, so, and then we have, so just this past weekend, we had our May Art Walk, but those will keep going as well. Um, and if you missed it, you can still come by the Moab Arts Foyer Gallery and see the work of Alex Burbage. That will be up through the end of the month. Um, and at Art Walk last weekend, we did a fun hands-on project inspired by some of his work. Um, so we'll put that out for people to see as well. And I went there on mm-hmm. Saturday, and his work is really interesting. And it's a 25-year retrospective. Very creative, very interesting. So yeah. if I would encourage uh, listeners to get over there to the mark and l- check out Alex's work. It's pretty incredible. It looks almost like a group show because his style has changed so much over the years. Yeah, yeah. And then be on the lookout for our um, June art walk. So for June, we'll be featuring Samantha Metzner. And um, what's kind of a little bit fun about next month is Samantha will have her show in the foyer, and then she's also teaching a class on the 24th, and that's a Van Dyke class. Um, Really interesting process that started back in the 1800s, and it results in photo prints that are rich in brown tones and it uses uv light so if you want to learn about that process learn about the history of it it's a great great time to sign up because you'll be able to see work in the gallery mm-hmm. and then make some yourself and you know what and just again going back to art walks mm-hmm. it was it was fun saturday night it, and f- at at the mark where Alex had two tables full of material that you could put together and and make your own creation. So I really enjoyed that part of it. Yeah, we like for people to get hands-on and kind of have their own experience yeah. with the artwork. So sorry to interrupt no, you there. No worries. <laughs> um, and then um, Art Walk. So we have four locations. Be sure to stop by Gallery Moab. Tom Till Gallery, and Moonflower as well. Okay. And when is the next one? June? June 10th. June 10th. Okay. And then as we are keeping our classes rolling this year, we're doing our year-round classes. So I mentioned Samantha's. Um, We have one this evening that we're really excited about. It's a mosaic pot class. But this summer, we've got a couple coming up. We have an intro to drawing class. And then in July, we have creative writing and a collage class as well. Oh, do you have your instructors lined up? Yes. Who, who's teaching those? So you know? the intro to drawing class will be Anna Bruno. Anna Bruno, okay. Creative writing with Brian Laidlaw. Okay. And then collage with Dory Cameron. Okay. So be on the lookout for those on our website and please sign up. It's really fun to not just learn a new skill or kind of polish up on something you've done before, but it's also a great way to meet other people in the community. Oh, sure. What is the website? Let, let, let's say that a few times yeah, while we're going over this. Moabarts.org. And you can always stop by our offices as well. We're downstairs in the mark. Um, and then our phone number is 435-259-6272. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, what else you got cooking? So this August, we'll have another set of artists in residence. So we'll have two in August. And we're pretty excited to have some workshops with them as well. So instead of our regular classes in August, there'll be workshops led by those residents. And do you know what 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 are they going to be doing? So we, we haven't quite released that yet. Oh, and we're, oh, 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 we're okay. going to be releasing that pretty soon here. But... Um, we want you to keep an eye out for that. And since those workshops aren't scheduled yet, they, they will be sometime in August. Um, 
and we're, we're going to be doing some hands-on stuff there as well. So is this kind uh, similar to the residents that you had in the spring? Early in the spring, you had a, a couple uh, artists in residence. Right. We did have residents in March. Okay. But these... The residents that are coming in August um, have two completely separate pro- projects, um, oh, okay. and their processes will be different as well. Okay, because the others were a, a team. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, yes. so these will be two different artists. Two different artists, and they're each working on their own project. And what are they going to be doing again? I can't tell you ah, that yet. come on. I thought maybe I I'd you trick keep you. your eye I out. I thought I'd trick you into that. <laughs> you know, it's like the old baseball play where you, 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 you trick the runner into <laughs> thinking that you don't have the ball, you know, and they... Anyway. Uh, yeah, we'll be releasing that really soon. So we okay. just want, want you to keep your all eyes right, peeled. All right. I'll be curious. <laughs> and and that's in August. And what else we got? So we thought we'd, um, we don't have our full schedule yet, but just touch on Red Rock a little bit. So yeah, our, yeah, our Red me. Rock Arts Festival takes place in the fall. So we have the dates for that. And that's going to be September 29th through October 1st. So the last weekend of September. Mm-hmm. And we'll release that full schedule in June. But what we're working on is having a really participatory festival again. We want to have people coming in and having fun experiences. You don't have to be an artist. You can be an artist. And we'll have different options, including kind of a film option, um, different workshops. We're hoping to do pottery workshop again this year. Okay. Yeah, you had... You had one with kids, right, last yeah. year? And that was real successful. We're hoping that most of the activities are very hands-on as well as family-friendly. Okay. And most most workshops will be free. What about music this well, summer? Yeah, we'll have our um, our street fest, so right out in front of the mark. Okay. Um, street closure, we'll have uh, bands throughout the day. We'll have vendors, food, uh, and activities there as well. Okay. And... Um, Anything else related to that event or or no? So there will be... When will it come out? June? June. Okay. June is when the final schedule will come out. But there will be workshops um, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. And um, w- the, the program that the residents... What are they going to be working on again? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I could slip that in, but I guess... You have to pay attention. Richard's always trying to be <laughs> sneaky. But what about the, the summer movies? Is that set yet? Yes. So, okay. oh, I don't have those dates on me right now. Okay. But there, there's going to be several movies um, throughout the summer. At free Swanee. Over at Swanee Park. The mm-hmm. first one is this Friday. So, it'll okay. start right after the market breaks down. Be sure to stick around for the movie. And, and what movie is that? It's The Bad Guys. The Bad Guys. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And free popcorn. I don't know if I know that. Is that? It's pretty new. Oh, okay. Is is it like blood and guts, or or is it like family? It's family. It's family friend movie. Okay. What other movies you got? Um, we've got a couple on the docket. Let's see, the Little Rascals. Oh. Gonna bring back some some older movies. Um, we're doing this one's super. The cute. Little Rascals are they PC enough in today's day and age? Or, they, or is this a, is this a new? No, it's the original one. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I love them. And then a newer movie we're going to play is Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Oh, okay. Have you seen that trailer? No, oh, it's no. Oh, so cute. Oh. you got to watch it. Fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I can't remember the others off the top of my head. Okay, that's all right. But so we got those coming up. Um, so it's really going to be a full summer here of 
art activities, whether the mark, um, the the concert series we're going to hear about from Cassie. Yeah, there's some uh, great events. At yeah, Swan there's Park. a lot going on. Mm-hmm. So, folks, if if you're trying to think about what you want to do, there's going to be so much this summer um, related to the arts that just get out there, sign up for a few things, try something different, um, have some fun. That's what summer's all about. Yes, it is. So, anything else, Kelly, or? I don't think so, but thank you for having me. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming. I really appreciate it. And I will be listening for what those activities are going to be that the residents will be working on and then the schedule of events for the uh, art festival. Sounds good. All righty. Thank you so much, Kelly. Well, welcome, Cassie. Thanks so much for joining us here today today uh kzmu and i want to hear all about the moeb folk festival summer concert series hi richard um well i am happy to talk about our uh, moeb free concert series um which is sponsored by the nonprofit friends of the moeb folk festival it's a project that um started about seven in 2017 (laughs) and um this will be its sixth year because of course we missed 2020 um uh, but it features four free concerts at swanee park during the summer and uh originally we had all four in the month of july uh but we've spread it out a little bit more over the summer um and we are intentionally uh partnering with the cities arts and ag market for two of our performances this year so um oh, good yeah yeah that should be nice. a good time yeah yeah so both will benefit the arts and ag mm-hmm. um, activity absolutely will we'll, we'll mm-hmm. draw some people and then the concert yes it's always nice to have some vendors there i think people are looking for sure for something to eat and and just kind of browse what's happening and with the local artisans i think in the original vision in 2017 of this um event we were partnering with the the at that time Mm -hmm. farmers market and um it really significantly boosted sales for we could tell by the numbers but um you know, holding them concurrently. But since the farmer's market's gone through so many changes, um, that we're really happy to be kind of like circling back. Oh, good. good. Yeah. Good. And for those who don't know, like the Arts and Egg is going to just be once a month on the third Friday. Um, so there's, at the time when we started planning the series, we'd already had a few things in the books. So we we managed to, to match up with two of those uh Third Fridays, because as um, as a lot of you probably know, it's always on a Friday, Friday from six to nine p.m. I love that series. Mm. Uh, The last few years, I think, have been wonderful. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tell me about the artists who who's coming. Well, the first um, pre-concert series show will be on June 30th, and we're featuring Shamar Allen and the Underdogs. And Shamar Allen is um, from New Orleans, and uh, he's a trumpet player, and he has collaborated with 
some incredible artists um, around the world, Willie Nelson, Patti LaBelle, Galactic, Lenny Kravitz, Harry Connick Jr. So like a really eclectic, you know, obviously uh, talent there. Um, And he is traveling with, uh, they kind of describe it as sort of like a jazz, hip hop, rock, funk, blues and country type <laughs> configuration. I think it's a, it's a four piece band and I just expense it. I expect it to be, excuse me, um, you know, just really great music and uh, very danceable. Cause I, I think people like to get up and move once the sun dips below the, the, you had a lot of dancers. <laughs> left. Yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah. We did. I know. So we're excited about that. Um, and, uh, Shamar actually, uh, is, uh, playing the main stage at um, Telluride Jazz Fest this year. Oh, okay. yeah, Yeah. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. Some some good uh, music there from New Orleans. Um, and then, so that's that's in June. And then we're going to have one in July. One in June, one in July. On Ju- in July, it's um, the July 21st show. And that's a band called Nosotros. Mm-hmm. And I've been hearing about this band for years. They are... Um, you know, they've been acclaimed, uh, I think, voted, um, you know, best Latin band and that kind of thing on NPR and other different um, sort of acclaims. But they're a New Mexico um, band and they started out as a trio and now <laughs> kind of lost my mind because I have booked an 11 piece band. So we're talking some festive music here, uh, rock, salsa, jazz, and cumbia music. Uh, so put your dancing shoes on and come out and experience some, some pretty incredibly, uh, beautiful cultural music. Um, oh, wow. That should be fun. 11 piece. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I I typically like look at bands that large and think, oh no. But last year we had a really great um, band from Denver called Los Mucochetes. Oh yeah. And as some of you may remember, we got a downpour that uh, caused all of us to run under the tents, which was a kind of a class experience in itself. But um, I I just felt like we needed to kind of pick that up, and I'm trying to feature some kind of like Hispanic or Latin band each year to uh, celebrate that culture, uh, since it's so predominant in our community good and then um after august 4th i think august 4th yeah so we're gonna have the last two will both be in august oh sorry and nosotros july 21st that will um and you uh, this we're gonna print our postcards again this year so you don't have to remember all of this but that particular one will coordinate with the arts and ag market so the, the city will be there with their cool stuff um and then on august 4th um kaleta and the super yamba band um the, so i was real this is the first band i booked and i was super excited about it as um it's uh Kaleta um, was the guitar player with Fela Kuti, Sing- King Sunny Ade, and Lauren Hill, and many more. Um, and I just have loved Fela Kuti and his brand of Afro pop and Afro beat music um, for years. And uh, so, so Kaleta is a singer and guitarist from the West African country of the Benin Republic, and he's lived his whole life. Uh, life in uh, Lagos, Nigeria, um, where Afrobeat was born. Mm. Um, so now he's 
paired up uh, with a band, and I believe they're living in Brooklyn at this time, and um, they are playing all kinds of music festivals and music um, productions all over the U.S., and um, again, I think it's just going to be a really different, wonderful kind of upbeat, <laughs> percussion-heavy, uh, some horns, you, uh, for folks to enjoy. Good. Good. Now, um, this is the summer concert series. Now, you're also working on the winter. The folk festival, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so... um, I don't want to confuse people, but Cassie, (laughs) she's working on two things at the same time. (laughs) Oh, three or four, Richard, come on. Yeah, yeah. well, we do have one... Yeah, our organization, um, Friends of the Moab Folk Festival, is a nonprofit org, and it started out um, producing uh, just the Moab Folk Festival, which is our fall music festival, and that happens the first week of November, and I'll come back up here and talk more about that Um, and then in 2017 um, we manifested our vision of of being able to offer free music to the community because like the festival is a ticketed event and while many locals do gain entry free by volunteering or um, you know exchanging their time for a ticket uh, it is does cost money and so it's sometimes it's out of reach of a lot of, of folks especially those with families and and the free concert series is is a real family affair there's kids running around and they there's a part you know a playground there and we sell um, beer and wine and um, there's going to be uh, food trucks and so it just you know you could bring your own picnic you can come support the vendors uh, bring a blanket some chairs uh, it's just a wonderful thing and uh, I, I actually enjoy it probably as much as everybody else. It's a lot of work, but it's it's easier to get done because I have Maketa Barkley on board, and <laughs> she's she's pretty amazing, great. Amazing. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll put in a plug here for, for Maketa. She's worked with us. Uh, well, I know her from, from her days at the Mark. Yeah. And then um, she did work for us on our sci-fi festival. She's mm. very, very talented woman. Mm-hmm. Hard worker, super organized, um, multi-talented. Anyway, and then we have a really so lovely. She holds, she, she holds your whole organization together. She's Let's oh man, she's she's well, she's holding it up. That's for sure. <laughs> it's a, it's a lovely partnership. We we work really yeah. well together, and and um, we're both connected to the community in similar and very different ways and so i think it just like it complements yep, each other yep. um i i'd like to think she thinks that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but um yeah we have one our grand finale um for the season's going to be august 18th and um this last show um is going to feature bluegrass music from pixie and the party grass boys now, Pixie's played down here before at the Arts Festival before, I think at least once. Um, but we've oh. never had them at the series. Um, they're a Wasatch Front band, so a lot of folks right. are probably familiar with them. They're very fun, um, talented folks um, with a female-fronted band, which is nice, uh, alternative to, uh-huh. to some of the other bands that we have going. And uh, I think it's just going to be a wonderful grand finale. Uh, so that'll be August 18th. And so the show's 6 to 9 p.m. and from 6 to 7 p.m. we have a local opener um, starting and then the main stage show goes from 7 to 9 and there's usually a little break right in the middle there Uh, and yeah so it's uh, come on down we'll look forward to seeing everyone down there and I I want to say 
So I'm just keep blathering on, Richard, okay. um, <laughs> that none of this would be possible without sponsors. Right. And um, we, who are they? Who, who? yeah, we've got a lot of them. I mean, because it's a free event. So we, the only thing we can make money on is selling beverages. So please come thirsty. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> but uh, our, our biggest sponsor is the Grand County Economic Development. They've supported us from year one. They believed in us when no one had even heard of us. And so it used to be, I guess, previously known as the Moab Area Travel Council. They have uh, understood that this is not only an event for locals, which it really, really is. It is also something that visitors to our community can do after they've done their tour and they're wondering what the heck happens in Moab. And they're always pleased. We've had people from all over the country and and all over the world actually show up at these events. Um, And then, you know, our second biggest supporter is the city of Moab and um, in particular uh, the the RAP tax, which um, both Maqueda and I worked pretty hard to get passed um, uh, uh, funds, the wrap taxes as a tax that's added on to a lot of uh, things in Moab. And I don't even want to like extemporaneously talk about that. It's like like a a tenth of a percent on everything. Many, many, most things. Right. Um, A lot of things, I think besides like groceries. But anyway, it's a new tax. And it's specifically designed to fund recreation, arts, and parks. And this is the first year that those funds have been dispersed. And there's a wonderful committee of which there may or may not be a a, a committee member present. (laughs) (laughs) Richard Codd, thank you for your service on the RAPTAC uh, uh, committee. Um, And this year, they, they were able to support us in in the most generous of ways and so we're extremely grateful for that tax for that committee and for those fund that funding so the county and the city are really our biggest you know supporters and that feels really good because it is a community event it is for everybody it is inclusive and um and i think it it benefits us all in so many ways if i don't say myself well i I thank you cassie for mentioning the rap tax because this was the first year Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was appointed by the mayor, and we had uh, f- uh, f- four other members and a couple ex officio. We had a lot of guidance from w- what other communities did, but it was interesting that we got so many applications. We we had no idea how many. <laughs> we thought, you know, maybe we'd get a dozen or. We ended up, I think it was twenty one or twenty two. Well. Um, and then we had requests for over, for almost two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and we only had about ninety mm-hmm. to spend. So hopefully, um, we I, we did the best job we could mm-hmm. uh, um, ranking those programs. And what I'm I'd like to see next year are even more applications, and we work with the city to increase the the money, the funds that are available to us for the RAP tax. Yeah. So so thank you for mentioning it. Yeah. I think it's a great new program for Mm -hmm. Moab. Yeah, and and I and I don't I mean there's only, this is just a small part of the wrap tax that's collected. The other portion of that tax goes for the city to spend on their own um, expenditures for recreation, right. arts, and their and right. parks. Right. So, so it's really nice that they're setting aside that money for for local. It's all nonprofits that get the money, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, so yeah, yeah, pretty pretty exciting. And you know, we do we write I 
spend so while I produce the folk festival <laughs> the free concert series we also do the moab folk camp um which oh, is an right, adult right. education learning program we do programs in the schools we bring um artistic residencies and assemblies to grand county public schools so a lot of my time is spent fundraising uh, i used to I'd say the word begging writing grants whatever you want to call it and there's a couple of other folks I really want to say thank you to. The Utah Division of Arts and Museums gives us general operating support, and that basically pays myself and Maqueda a portion of our salaries, um, without which none of this would happen. Uh, and so we're, we're very grateful to the, the Utah Division of Arts and Museums, um, who are funded by the Utah legislature. If anybody has... Um, you know, a desire to express some gratitude, like tell them you think it's a wonderful way to spend their money. Um, because like a lot of things, it's, it's tricky these days. And, and especially yeah. locally at the county and city level, so many business sponsors locally, um, you know, Moab Gear Trader and the Synergy Company in particular um, have supported us at a very high level. And we're very, very grateful. Marshall at Gear Trader has been with us since day one in our committee meetings. And, and he really has a dedication to um, to uh, local music. And there's a bunch of other business sponsors uh, that I will acknowledge at another time because I know we're okay. running short on time. But don't you worry, you'll be on the poster and we'll shut you out from the stage and thank you all um in advance for everything you do for us well cassie i want to thank you so much for uh coming down to the studio today to uh, to tell us all about the folk festival <laughs> you know you you were saying that about the other activities that mm -hmm. you work on with the schools mm -hmm. i bet you my, myself and others included those activities we never see or hear Mm -hmm. We only see the concert that goes on, and you do, and like the music festival, you you do so much more for the community. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it's a real shout out to all those sponsors who mm -hmm. allow you mm -hmm. to to do those kinds of activities. We're pretty grateful. And well, one thing, there's this one way you can see the fruits of our labors um, and the fruits of the students' labors at Grand County is that um, with in conjunction with Beacon and the Moab uh, Strings and the Moab Music Festival, it's really their labor of love that we support. Um, and I'm grateful for that. Okay. Uh, we um, present those string students after their camp on the stage, on the main stage at the Moab Free Concert Series, at the Summer Series. Okay. So I'm not sure which date that's going to be, but at one of those, and we last year we did it at the last one because it was a string band and it felt appropriate. So keep your ears open. There's going to be a tweener act with the Moab string students. So you get to, they actually get to not be hidden and, oh, and good, promote good, it on, good. on the big Excellent. stage. Excellent. Yeah. Well, Cassie, thank you so much again. And we'll see you at the concert series. Sounds good. I'll see you down there. Y'all have a good day. Okay. That was my interview with Cassie Pop that I so rudely just started on you. Um, I apologize for that, but um, you know I'm still developing my technical skills here. But uh, anyway, Cassie was talking about the summer concert series, and KZMU will be broadcasting uh, each of those concerts. So uh, a shout out to KZMU and to the Moab Folk Festival. 
now, just as we were getting ready, we were queuing up the interview with uh, Teresa King. She was abducted. <laughs> she was no, 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 no. I, I, not not abduct, <laughs> no. Ab- abducted, 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 uh, and not in space or anything like that. But she owns several businesses in town, and sometimes those businesses come first. Yes. So she had some issues there. She had a, a handle today. So at the very last minute, just minutes ago, she called and said that she couldn't make it. So. Um, we appreciate Teresa trying to get here, but we can talk a little bit about, she was going to come uh, up here to the studio, KZMU, and talk about the Moab Arts Festival, which is coming up this Memorial Day weekend. And I think this is something like the 30th uh, festival or 26th festival, but this has been going on for years and years and years. Um, I don't think, I think it was canceled for COVID the first year, Mm -hmm. but um, Teresa and her crew have been putting on that festival for many, many years, and it's a real fun event. Richard, would you like me to go through some of these events that they have going on Memorial Day weekend? Yeah, yeah, tell me some of the, um, I know the kids' activities are going to be huge this year yes Uh, Chrissy Kinslow (laughs) is doing a tremendous job do do you have some information on what she's doing and dear listener this is Molly Marcello here just popping on to replace Teresa King hopefully (laughs) do an okay job oh you're gonna be fine (laughs) um to tell you about um the Moab Arts Festival but yeah like Richard said there it looks like there's a lot of of stuff scheduled for kids including fortune telling PRC Pony Rides, Magic, The Magic of Rick Beretti. Yeah. Anyone seen seen him perform? Pretty incredible. Um, There's also tie-dye. And then there's this, um, you know, there's this special from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. on Saturday and Sunday just called Who Arted? Oh. (laughs) Instead of who farted oh, wow maybe. very clever <laughs> very clever and then zen flags face painting um and grassroots shakespeare yeah they're coming back they're coming back so lots of stuff for kids to do and it mm-hmm. sounds like a lot of um things for adults to do too music and and things like that there's a lot of music uh i think there's maybe eight bands lined up mm-hmm. um i think they're all from either utah or colorado Mm-hmm. but all local uh, bands. Regional bands. And yep. Richard, will you be there this uh, year? I, yes, as a matter of fact, uh, I have the distinct honor of being the MC. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you should know the schedule. Well, I, I, I just I just got the final schedule uh, yesterday. Okay. And um, believe it or not, I didn't check it all out yet. Okay. But, um, oh, well, yeah, we have... Uh, Sand Chef's band is coming. Yep. Uh, a whole. I see Moab Taiko Don. Taiko Don. We have Fiery Furnace coming. Um, also, that's Saturday. And then Sunday, Juniper Drive, Dave Stewart, Quicksand yeah. Soup. Stonefed is, sounds like Stonefed, Stonefed is going to close out the festival um, on the 28th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's a, a, a great lineup. So I'm looking forward to it. We had a lot of fun last year. Now, you emceed last year. Is that right? Yes, I did. Okay. So how was that experience for you? It was fun. You know, I, had, I hadn't 
done anything like that before. Yeah. So besides hosting a radio show, well, yeah, I had done the radio show, <laughs> right. um, yeah. but I probably the biggest thing is you know to to be an MC something like that. You have to have like a really really high ham factor. <laughs> You know, so they, when, when Teresa asked me, she said, would you like to be the MC? Mm-hmm. And I s- said, of course. You know, mm-hmm. I Why wanted, not? wanted to volunteer to do something. Mm-hmm. So there I was, the MC. And it was really interesting meeting the bands, getting up there, introducing them, mm-hmm. um, finding out a little bit about them, mm-hmm. and then... Um, listening to them play i i had a a real good time and of course the moab arts festival is also you know a place where artists can display their wares for sale too um any any interesting memories from last year yeah you know i went around during um the music or taking a break and i tried to talk to a number of the artists uh in their booths and some of the crafts people and asked them how they did and by and large they were pretty happy mm-hmm. and um uh, that was on saturday mm-hmm. when we had gorgeous oh, weather right. yeah and then on sunday it got a little bit more challenging in fact we had downpours if you remember <laughs> yeah and <laughs> what we ended we ended up doing um, at a couple of points, was inviting people to sit on the stage to out of the rain. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I mean, uh, uh, under the pavilion there. Mm-hmm. So it it was a pretty pretty interesting uh, uh, Sunday. Right. So I'm hoping this year that we have much better weather. And again, you know, the Moab Arts Festival is coming up Saturday, May 27th, and Sunday, May 28th. Wonderful. Well, yeah. uh, I'm I'm struggling because usually I host a show and you are the host of this show, Richard. So I keep trying to butt in and ask you questions. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I wanted to put in an, another plug okay. for the rap tax. Yeah. Okay. So we have a unique opportunity because um, you were on this committee that um, helped sort of recommend um, organizations to be funded through some of that. Um, money, the rap tax money. Right. Yeah. And, you know, this was our first year. And again, it's like one tenth of a percent mm-hmm. sales tax. And it's used for arts and recreation programs. Mm-hmm. So to help improve some of our uh, physical park facilities okay. and, and programs, mm-hmm. as well as art activities and art programs. Mm-hmm. And this year, we had, I think it was about $240,000, as I, I had mentioned, I think we were talking with Cassie, mm-hmm. um, in requests. And wow. we had about 93000 90000 that we could spend mm, mm-hmm. or, or award. Right. So it, it was tough because we had about 21 or so applications. Mm-hmm. And your first thought is you want to give everybody everything. Mm-hmm. And of course, we can't. And I, we did our best. We came, and when I say we, it's Annie uh, McVeigh and her staff over at Moab Arts mm-hmm. who really helped put the program to, 
together. Mm -hmm. And then we as a board, I mean, they really provided us with some solid information Mm -hmm. about what other communities had done, and they made our job much easier. So we were able to come up with a a process to rank the, the applications, and then we went through them and tried to come up with amounts that we thought we could give to each program those that scored a certain amount. And we, I think we did a, a good job for the first time. And So you had a special, you had a list of criteria, and you had a kind of a ranking list that you could work off of. Right, right. right. So it was a fair, so it could be as fair a process as possible. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, it, it, and it, it's always a challenge to rank projects when they're so different, a music project versus... Um, a kid's painting program, you know, so right. how do you, how, well, you try your best. And what I kept saying and will keep saying is that was the very first year for that program. Mm-hmm. So we already have some ideas for strengthening the program moving forward. Mm-hmm. And we're hopeful that uh, the city, Moab, will look at the amounts that they had put aside for the RAP tax mm-hmm. uh, program f- that we were on. Yeah, the grant it, program. It, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was split. They split the money that was coming into the city 80-20. Yeah. We got the 20. Right. They kept the 80 th- mm-hmm. for what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So we're hopeful that perhaps next year mm-hmm. that, can, that can be changed a little, maybe – 75 25 70 30 who knows but i would hope that it's not set in stone every year that it's that amount now um you know i I didn't check against the final list but um you know the city council has to adopt you know they did adopt um the rap tax grantees was that pretty close to what the committee had decided on yes you know um i was i was a, a little bit um, surprised, but the the council adopted our proposal, our recommendations verbatim. Wow! Mm-hmm. So I think they recognized that the committee did a good job, yeah. and um, I was happy to see that. So yeah. Okay. Well, thanks. Thanks for the info, Richard. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I uh, appreciate our, the opportunity to, to talk with you about yeah. some of these programs and to uh, pitch in a little bit to help with uh, the Moab Arts Festival, <laughs> which is coming up right. in two weeks. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying, if you're going to be in town, I think you'll have a ball. So this is Richard Codd, and you have been listening to Art Talks, and I want to thank my guest today, Kelly McInerney, Cassie Pop, for joining us, and I also want to thank Molly Marcello, the marvelous Molly Marcello, for uh, all her help today with the show. So remember, tune in on Monday, June 19th at 4 p.m. for the next edition of Art Talks. You can hear Art Talks on the airwaves at KZMU every third Monday of the month at 4 p.m.